0: Such a dumb joke, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. I'm out of. That's a. It's a, a, a dumb joke, right? <laughs> Let's see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Other uh, San Francisco jokes. Uh Golden Gate Bridge is kind of fun. If you, uh, you ever walked along the. Uh, Golden Gate Bridge, it's kind of fun. It's a great walk. It's like, it's like an hour to walk across the bridge. But uh, there are no guardrails. I don't know if you know about this. There are no guardrails as you're walking across the main span. But there are a whole bunch of signs saying, like you gotta watch out for suicide. Right? They really want to prevent suicide. You'd think they would have thought about this when they were designing the Golden Gate Bridge in the Great Depression, <laughs> <laughs> right? It's like <laughs> this is the time when people are jumping off of like <laughs> skyscrapers in the great depression. <laughs> Bad design, that's all I'm saying, okay? They could have done a better job. Yeah. But uh, I always find it funny. If you actually if you walk across the Golden Gate Bridge, you find um, oh, I got to wrap this up. Okay. I'm done. Thank you. <laughs>
1: Keep it going for
2: Rory. Yay! All right. That was the end of the Happy Hour open mic, and we are now going into the Pantastics Comedy Clubhouse showcase! Yay! Uh, big thanks to Amy B- Pippo for uh, hosting the end of Happy Hour so that I could uh, smoke cigarettes, as I am wont to do, and I love that. Um, my name is Pam Benjamin. I'm the host of... Pamtastic's Comedy Clubhouse. If you're a comedian, you need to stand the fuck up because there's people that paid money to be here, and they, so if you're a comedian, shuffle on out, let the people who paid sit on down, and then we'll fill the seats back up again. That's how it works. We invite you to stay. We do invite you to stay. Of course, comedians are always free at Fantastic's Comedy Clubhouse, but if people are paying, they get to have their butts in the seats first, and they get to choose their favorite seats. That's right. Whatever seat you want, because you paid money, and we love you. Thank you for supporting live comedy. Live comedy. supporting live comedy at mutiny radio it's awesome yeah uh (laughs) so you guys are now listening to Pam this comedy clubhouse here on mutiny radio the first thing we need to do is clap it up for your board op in the back david Zunzu cursor running the ones and twos an artist a gentleman Uh, and a magic scholar. If anybody else plays Magic the Gathering like me and you wanna know about any cards, talk to him, he knows the answers. Uh, He posted something wonderful on my Facebook page today, which is, uh, is the Wheel of Time series is now becoming uh, just like Game of Thrones. I'm so excited. It was, it, I mean, it was written, it was written before Game of Thrones, but now it's gonna be, the only problem with uh, Wheel of Time is that there's no boobs and no sex. It's just all like, uh, like junior high anticipation about kissing someone for six months and then you finally get to make out and they like, it's so great. I, uh, I uh, was sitting in the back of the bus today and I was looking out the back of the bus and I, I saw a man walking down 11th Street as the 9 was turning and I thought, he looks like the first guy I ever made out with when I was 14, Jeremy Orvick. Uh, he ruined kissing for me for the rest of my life because it actually became a movie, like it was one of those things where it was a really great time. Okay, remember when people were creative in, like, the late 80s, early 90s, and they used to do things together before there were cell phones and Facebook and stuff? So uh, my friends put together this scavenger hunt, and one of the things, and I was 14 years old, and I was on this team, and I'm in the back of a truck with no seatbelts, driving around, doing crazy shit around Danville. (laughs) Anybody else raised like, a rich person? No? Cool, we're going to relate on this joke. It's going to be great, Uh, but... (laughs) I'm in the back of this truck, and, like, number 47 on the list of things to do is that two people have to make out passionately. And Jeremy Orvick goes, I'll go at it with Pam. And, oh, my God, we got to make out in his parents' bathroom, and there's a Polaroid of it. I wish I had this Polaroid. This (laughs) This is, like, the thing that, like, I would, like constantly try to remember this is the moment that I was like romance is everything and life is worth living and Jesus and Disney are all right <laughs> Every, they everything they said is correct my knees melted I was like this is the moment I'm gonna marry this guy we made out it was cool uh, I don't know why God invented kissing I don't know. uh hey yeah comedy show comedy show uh, anyways, I was going on a strange tangent with that. I have, I'm having my period, so I'm feeling really weird about life. You know, like I woke up this morning, and it hurt so much. You know, i like <sighs> It hurt so badly. I was like, what is happening in my uterus? Uh, and then I just I realized that the entire Supreme Court is still inside my uterus. Uh, and I that's why it hurts so bad, because there's like nine of them in there. And I'm feeling really bloated. Because their benches are so big, you know, and like all the robes and stuff and they're inside me and they're like, you can't have a baby. And I'm like, I know. That's why I have an IUD. (laughs) Yay. Does anyone else have copper jewelry in their uterus that keeps out all the dead babies? Yeah. It's a pool sweeper for my uterus. It, keep, it keeps out all the dead babies. That's what pool sweepers are for, right? To keep out dead babies. I don't know. But this, it's in there. It's my favorite piece of jewelry. I don't ever want like a ring on my finger. I just want copper in my uterus. You know what I mean? I don't want to have babies. Because <sighs> I'm 41. And that would be a bad decision today and every day. Uh, babies. Ah, my period was so heavy this morning, you guys. I thought that I aborted the ghost of Scalia. (laughs) Like, I was like, you're, wow. (laughs) What is that inside my toilet? It's, uh, I do, I'm wearing right now, this is weird. I'm wearing a baby bib blood diaper and people be, what is a baby bib blood diaper? What does that mean? Uh, it means that, um, stealing mail is my favorite federal crime and my neighbor, they got an package and it was there for like three weeks and I was like what the fuck is this package I'm opening this package I want this bag what is this package this has been here no one sent it back there's no pack I'm taking the package so I take the package and I open the package and inside the package is a bunch of baby bibs so I just started I started using them as period pads (laughs) I actually have one in right now. I have a baby bib blood diaper. It's really great because you can take like the the sticky part where it sticks the Velcro part where it sticks one to the other and you can stick it to the underside of your underpants (laughs) so it doesn't move around. You flip it. They call it being on the rag for a reason, you know? Like I'm bringing it back to the olden days. I'm like Laura Ingalls Wilder up here with my twat. It's great. I feel really good. Uh, What I really want to do someday is I... I'm in love with Martha Stewart. Does anybody love Martha Stewart? Is that weird for me to say? Uh, I love Martha Stewart because um, I used to be a bourgeois housewife and she turned all of the things that women were supposed to do forever and she turned them into like artisanal gifts that you can give the world for money. (laughs) It's amazing. (laughs) Thank you, Martha. Like my topiary has value now. Uh, But uh, so I have this uh, dream where i I take some of Martha's uh, vagina yeast and then I bake bread with it. and then I make cinnamon rolls and I bring it to mutiny radio, and every everyone gets high. I think that's what happens with Martha Stewart vagina yeast. I don't know. I'm gonna mix it with my own. and I don't know if you guys have tried my period blood carrots. You take the you take the you, has anyone ever had a, a a diva cup? Do you remember those? Oh, yeah, yeah, I had one of those till the handle fell off. Oh, my God, that's a whole different story. But what I used to do is I used to just pull my diva cup out and take that big, beautiful cup of blood and uh, pour it on my carrots that I was growing in my kitchen. Because they grow so much better. And my glazed blood carrots taste delicious. It's it's an amazing time. Uh, it's, it's not a full moon, but I'm still bleeding everywhere. It's okay. I'm sorry. Been, everyone's like, fantastic. You are weird. Let's sing the song and get started with this fucking show, shall we? Yay! If you know the song, sing along. If you don't, learn how it goes. M-U-T-I-N-Y, comedy, clubhouse, comedy. Clubhouse! Comedy. Clubhouse! Together we will bring our jokes up high. High, high, high. The the OG is killer today, you guys. M-U-T-I-M-Y, Comedy Clubhouse. You want to come and my Clubhouse? Yay! Yay! I'm so excited for our clubhouse tonight and we have a first special guest tonight his is your dog inside is he coming up on stage too all those in the car okay so it was supposed to be like a dual act but we're just getting the single that's okay you guys are gonna love him anyways clap wildly for timothy pizza
3: hi Uh, trying to be uh, less approachable (laughs) having a no eye contact day Earned it yeah it's weird it's a lot to think about Uh, like uh, I don't want to be old Uh, you ever seen like a 70 year old man taking a nap just like sitting there fighting off the white light it's like where the fuck did my grandma bury all those parakeets? Shit, every time I went there, it was a new parakeet. It was, it was it's weird as fuck, man. It's, uh... You know, I'm I'm trying to be positive about it. Um, I said I'm going to take my life one day. It's going to be a good thing, though, a positive thing. Everybody's got these sex moves, like they got, like, the Dirty Sanchez and the Cleveland Steamer, and it's like, oh, well, I got suicide moves. Uh, you guys, uh... The first one I got, is called the Techie. Uh, that's when you hang yourself on chat roulette. Uh... <laughs> The second one for the younger generation is called the 1600. Uh, That's when uh, you're taking the SATs and you sharpen both of your uh, number two pencils and place them in each nostril and slam your face against the desk. Um, And then uh, there's the come and go. Um, That's where you're jerking off with your right hand or, you know, whatever this is. Um, And then uh, when you come, you give yourself Hari Kari. That's the come and go. Uh, I'm sorry, I'm getting really dark. Uh, I'm not normally like this. Uh, like I said, no on- eye contact today. It's hard, hard, very, very. We're on a giant rock floating around a giant ball of fire. I don't know why I'm wearing pants or paying taxes. Uh, who are those fucks? Uh I, I drink a lot of water out of ponds. And my thumbs just keep tasting weirder. Uh, so uh, you guys get periods, right? like uh Pam's riding the scarlet pony. Uh I live with five girls in college and they told me uh that their periods synced up together. And you know like I'm a I was like, "Whoa, it's fucking mind blowing. Like I didn't get it. Like it was just, "Whoa." Like I'm a people person. Like I go to the lake and watch people jog around it cuz I know what they look like when they fuck. Uh <laughs> But periods. Um yeah, so it always blew my mind, like How can periods sync up together and I never fully got it and I got a dude friend and he calls me every time I'm pooping We're like I sit down boom phone rings tide-locked yin and yang I know (laughs) I understand Yeah, um I so I I was trying to do like uh The dating thing and I wasn't that good at it. Uh, I went to brunch that never done that before and uh they were like uh bottomless mimosas so i took my pants off i, I what the fuck i was i yeah no it didn't go well uh you know so i want to make an app where you uh can uh type in your stds and date people with the same stds right yeah yeah that'd be great It's like, how's that opening line gonna go? Like, hey, baby. It's civil us, not civil you. (laughs) And it's like, uh... I mean, she's obviously tired of fucking ugly people. Right? Yeah, I mean, you're so tired of fucking ugly people. Yeah, yeah, come on, don't lie. Yeah, you fucking the uggos. So, uh, hear me out. Uh, So you got the SCD app, and uh, it only takes four days to get rid of crabs in today's technology. So if you're willing to get crabs, um, you can just beep bop, boop crabs into the old STD app and you can find somebody with low enough self-esteem to fuck you. That's like probably a 10 on the scale. And if they got crabs, it's probably going to be good sex because they're doing weird shit. I, like, I don't even know where you get crabs nowadays. <laughs> like, it'd be more likely for me to get crabs from like that bench in front of Mutiny than, uh, than a girl. Yeah. I, I, yeah, um, so I, I work in an office and um, I punch numbers into a machine all day long, you know, like boop, 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 you know, just typing shit in. And there's a girl uh, in the next office that watches sports with sound off because she doesn't want to bother anybody. Um, one girl watching sports with a sound off uh, sounds like bad sex. And do I know what bad sex sounds like? Uh, I was raised by a single woman. Yeah. Um <laughs> right. Ah. <sighs> uh. So, anyways, you know, I'm, you know, typing away uh, Microsoft Excel, and from around the corner right here. Oh yeah, yeah, that's good. Yeah, yeah, come on, yeah, shoot it. Yeah, come on. Like my dick moves, my ears perk up like a terrier. (laughs) Yeah, shoot it. Come on,
1: shoot it, shoot it. Yeah,
3: yeah, that's good. Shoot it,
1: shoot it, (laughs) shoot it. No, 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 you idiot. You
3: idiot. I'm like having PTSD from every sexual experience I've had with myself or anyone else, and I'm looking at a spreadsheet with a hell of a weird boner. So that's my life. Um, right? Yeah. Um, thank you. I'm Timothy Pizza. <laughs>
2: All the weird boners are a specialty. Give it up for Timothy Pizza! <laughs> Woo! Yeah! <laughs> Opening it up hot! Yes! Uh, your next comedian lives in a van. Uh, not down by the river, but just sometimes in front of Muni Radio. Uh, all over the place. Uh, he's a great comedian. He's uh, by way of Canada, through New York, through the entire United States, and now he gets to be with us! Clap your hands wildly, it's Kelly Cry!
4: San Francisco, it's a pleasure to be here. Hi, hello, how are you doing? You're the best, oh, I was gonna say, you're the best dressed, but Medina's behind you, he's looking pretty fly tonight too, so. (laughs) You both looking great. Both good, looking great. You're welcome. I did not think that you would be dr- drinking a Foster's Big Boy. <laughs> <laughs> Are you Australian? No, is my oh, it's your middle name. So you drink by name. My middle name is Norman. They make nothing for that. <laughs> nothing. How you guys doing? <laughs> good. Yeah. Awesome. Great. Double date. Is that what's happening here? <laughs> You guys kind of chuckled, but they laughed really hard. So, I guess there's sibling. sibling? Oh, okay, that's why. Okay, good. That made it awkward. Oh. I'm good at that. Good at that. What's up, dude? Chilling, chilling. Just <laughs> rocking the Canadian tuxedo, feeling good about myself on a Friday night. Pictures. Oh my God! Did you get my good side? <laughs> Oh man, I was just down in Santa Cruz, and uh, I learned something in Santa Cruz that there's uh, clown fuckers. <laughs> what is that? It's not kids, thankfully, but seriously, it's a thing. Like people specifically will only fuck clowns. <laughs> Isn't that incredible? Yeah, I know you're looking shocked, but it's like it's true. Like when they see like when they see the white. Painted face and the nose—they're just like, oh my god, I can't keep my clothes on. <clears throat> like that's as soon as they hear the music, they're nah, like, ah! <laughs> <laughs> I can't stop myself. How many are there? I hope they're all in a little automobile. <clears throat> <laughs> <sighs> <sighs> ah, so I learned that. You know, they say that you should live life with no regrets. Do you believe that? I don't believe it. (laughs) I have too many. I can't go back and change. But they do. They say that you should live life with no regrets. But I can't help but think of how my life might have been different had I not given that piece of highway up for adoption. I think back on it now and wonder... Is that highway all grown up? (laughs) Is it a freeway now? Does it have little offspring, little side roads? I would love them like my own. Even the dead ends and the service roads. (laughs) is that a crazy thing? Adopt a highway program? It's the other parent, that highway suddenly just gonna come after you've raised it for so many years, and be like, it's mine now! <laughs> <laughs> I wanna tell you guys about myself. Oh, I'm gonna start a YouTube channel. Yeah. Thank you. It's gonna be called Cops Corporate Edition be cops doing the regular everyday thing that they do but it'll be in corporate environments you know what i mean be like just shooting innocent people but be like he had a staple it was a stapler i thought it was a gun that was a so that he looks suspicious he was wearing a suit i don't know it was a casual friday maybe he had a t-shirt on it'll be a hit it'll be a hit. Ah, da, da. I live in a van. <laughs> this is true. Do you live in a van, bro? Perfect. This uh, hair's too long. He looks—he looks like he hasn't grown out of it. I—I I look like I live in a van. I, 100%. I get it. When I went in to buy the van, uh, the guy didn't know. I was just like, "Hey, I'd like to. I'm interested in." i He was like, "You want a van?" I was like, hmm. <laughs> Fair enough. (laughs) It's fair. The only time that, like, living in a van is great, it's absolutely wonderful. The only time it gets kind of, like, awkward is during, like, the holidays. You know? Like, Christmas is a bitch in a van. Like, fitting a tree in a van? (laughs) It's not easy to fit a tree in a van. You know? And then Santa Claus, when he shows up, like, keep your reindeer off the hood of my van. (laughs) Sick of having to get that fixed. You know? And then he's got to, like, shoot down the sunroof. He's like, dude, just park beside and knock on the window. Okay? I'll let you in. I don't know. Uh, Another thing, uh, like, I look like I smoke weed, but I don't smoke weed. I know. See... (laughs) You know what's happened now that weed's become so okay is that the weed smokers are now, if you don't smoke weed, they're like, fuck you. (laughs) And now I have to turn around and be like, you've become what you hate. (laughs) No, I guess I should rephrase that. I don't smoke weed anymore. Okay, yeah, that's better, right? kind of like Michael Jordan being like oh I don't play basketball and you're like dude at some point you played tons of fucking basketball <laughs> you were like MVP in some fucking basketball but no I can't because I just okay you know those PSAs with the egg when they like crack the egg into a frying pan they'd be like you know what I mean like when they had the egg they're like this is your brain they're cracking the frying pan and they'd be like this is your brain on drugs and they'd fry an egg have you seen this? That that PSA did not deter me from doing drugs at all It didn't I was like what my favorite breakfast food cooked to perfection, please. Okay Eggs yeah, let's do this. What's next bacon biscuits and gravy. Let's get this. Yeah Bring on the drugs. Let's roll Let's roll But No, because if it. The way that I react to drugs like smoking weed now is like it would be the same thing. It'd be like, this is your brain. And then they'd crack the egg and a little chick would run out and just hide in the corner. And I wouldn't be able to talk to anyone, like none of you. It would just be totally fucking awkward. And then I wouldn't, if we were in a room like this, I'd be like, okay, I gotta go, but I don't wanna leave by not talking to anybody. Should I say goodbye to everyone? Do I give people hugs? Do I not give everyone hugs? If I don't hug one person and I hug everybody else, are they gonna be upset about how many hugs I gave everyone else? I should write them a letter. I should probably talk to them a little bit after this. No, I'm just not gonna go. I'm just gonna stay and wait for everybody else to leave. And then that'll be, <laughs> I feel like this is might have happened maybe here, yeah. It's not good. I can't get anything done. I smoke weed. I can't. I, I, like, I try. I'll be in my van. I'll, I'll smoke weed. And I'll be like, okay, I got I to gotta go do stuff. Like, let's even say I just got to go get groceries. I'm like, okay, got to go get groceries. But first, let's clean everything. Okay, now, yes, let's get this clean. All right, that's organized there. That's there. Oh, fuck, I didn't call my mom. But I'm a bit high to talk to my mom right now, aren't I? Okay, well, I still got to go get groceries. Where are those bags that I left for the groceries? They around here? Okay, they are. All right, got everything. Get out of the van. Close the door. Don't remember if I locked it or not, so I get halfway down the street. I'm like, fuck, did I lock the van? (sighs) Do I go back? Yeah, I gotta go back. Okay. Go back to the van, check all the locks on the van. Everything's locked, okay, perfect. This is great. Now, all right, everything's locked up. Here we go. Keep going. Is the van clean enough? Did I? Okay, yeah. Like, I just won't get anything done. Like, I'll just, like, that's my, I'm in perpetual nothingness. That's why the whole song, like, then I got high. It's just like, just do nothing. All right? That's the best. Okay, the second half of that sucks. Okay. That's my thing. Two minutes or a minute? Minute. (sighs) Oh, I'll just end on this. Um, They say when you die, you go towards the light. Right? So then where do blind people go? (laughs) Too mean? Okay. (laughs) Guys, I'm Kelly Cry. Thank you very much.
2: Everybody, he's having a post party in his van down the street. It'll be fun. He has a refrigerator now, it has a freezer component, so he has ice cream. I'm excited. <laughs> I find it hilarious that you're worried about cleaning your space when it's like less than a, 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 it's the tiniest, like, I have 400 square feet and I'm like, oh, it's so difficult with this cat. You have like a less than 100 square, what is 12 by 12? No, four by 12, right? Maybe a hundred, maybe. maybe. Anybody good at math here? Good, 48 square feet. You live in 48 square feet. So awesome. (laughs) Give it up again for Kelly Cry. Yay! Your next comedian is a boss. Uh, He runs True Hustle Entertainment. And if you don't know what that is, then you've been living under a rock. Uh, He runs amazing shows every night of the week at Brainwash Cafe. Also, tons of other shows. They just finished the most amazing comedy crawl a couple weeks ago. You guys are gonna love his jokes. Clap your hands together wildly for Anthony Medina!
5: So much, man. Appreciate that. Yeah, for those of you who don't know what True Hustle Entertainment is, it's uh, the biggest Ponzi scheme ever put on by Latino, y'all. That's what True Hustle is. Yeah. Thank you all so much for hanging out. Uh, for those of you who don't know me, my name's Anthony Medina, and I'm a New Age Mexican, which means I use condoms, y'all. Yeah. I once told that joke at a show one time, and there was a woman in the audience that said, "That's not true." <laughs> but she's never been to Mutiny Radio, so what's up, y'all? I'm originally from South Central LA. Thank you for that. Uh, A lot of people don't believe I'm from South Central LA because I'm alive and dressed like your local cocaine dealer who smokes weed on the weekends. Now I'm fucking with you, I smoke weed every day, y'all. Oh, yeah. Like uh, some very exotic animals in South Central, y'all. Like uh, the first one, uh, the Ghetto Bird. Anyone ever hear about the Ghetto Bird? Okay, yeah, baby. See, you've been chased by what? <laughs> but though you don't know what it is, it's the police helicopter, y'all. Uh, very exotic to the inner cities of America. Uh, if anything, the way how I knew I wanted to get into show business is like when the light would shine down and everyone else would scatter, I'd jump in and start doing my bits. <laughs> I was killing it, y'all. Or they were killing me, I couldn't tell. Something was going on there, y'all. Another exotic animal, too, uh, the hood rat. Also known as hurata for the bilingual. Or chicken head. This one time, I was walking down the street, and these two ladies were calling each other hood rats. So I thought I had to be the voice of reason here. And y'all, that's the last time I ever stepped in between my mom and my sister. (laughs) Almost lost a hand that day, y'all. Just let them argue. Just let them argue. Uh, I used to work in the sex industry. Yeah, uh, Latino Heat Volume 5. No, uh, <laughs> so someone's going like, to go fucking Google True Hustle Latino Heat Volume 5. <laughs> yeah. No, uh, If anything, no, I used to be a customer service manager for a vibrator company, y'all. Yeah, we used to sell like gold and platinum vibrators and stuff. Oh, yeah, we, uh, it was crazy. You learn some interesting facts working in this industry. Like, for instance, the number one selling vibrator made famous by sex in the city, the rabbit. There's a couple head bobs in, alright. Uh, did you also know that if you bend the rabbit and put it on a flat surface, it'll race across the table? <laughs> and being that we were Latino in the warehouse, we bound this shit, y'all. <laughs> Help pass the time. <laughs> I lost a t-shirt that day. I should have got a bet on the pink one. Uh <laughs> oh yeah oh yeah i want to play a little game quick uh so i'm trying to break down society and like uh the one things that i like i've noticed is that there's always just common phrases that are just you know anytime you're in a bad situation you know it's like hey keep your head up or something like that you know so i want to give you all an example of one that i try and break up and then i want you guys to all ladies to give me a couple of examples all right all right so like the one that uh the one that always gets me uh, you ever hear i'm just playing devil's advocate like you're you're talking with a friend and, <laughs> and you're trying to work some shit out and then all of a sudden they cook, they they interrupt you and say I'm just playing devil's advocate but and I'm just like motherfucker f- first off what does it take to be devil's advocate do you have to be an intern and then fucking get move your way up and shit like that like what the you know and an advocate like that means like you're fucking like if, if like uh, there's an advocate for Bernie Sanders so that means there's someone going around hey suck red dick uh so. <laughs> So you get what I'm saying? All right, so uh, go ahead, throw, throw out, a, throw out a, like another line or another message where you were told as a kid or something. Fake it till you make it. Fake it till you make it. Oh, my gosh. This is how you know you have no soul. Because uh, <laughs> if you fake it till you make it, then that means you're going on base off of lies. So at one point, that fucking house is going to crumble, and the next thing you know, it's going to be that fucking song from Copay, uh, Viva La Vida, or so alright <laughs> you All right, y'all, give me another one. Give me another one. Give me another one. What comes around comes around. Oh, okay. You know what that actually means? Is that you're actually staying in the exact same place. Because uh, you're just fucking turning <laughs> around. And they say, like, like, So it's like, what goes around comes around. So, like, if you're arguing with somebody, you're like, what goes around comes around, then they fucking go. They're going to come right back to you and shit. What the fuck? You know, that's like some stupid ass shit. All right, give me another one. Give me another one. Money doesn't grow on trees? Okay, see, well, money doesn't actually exist. Uh, so <laughs> <laughs> so the trees are the money, blah, 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 shit. So just let you know that money doesn't exist. And uh, that's how you know you should climb a tree one day, y'all. Uh, pre- preferably, Wayava trees. I love those things. All right, y'all. All right, I'll do one more, one more, one more, one more class. What we got? 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 Ah, oh, that's some fucking Hitler shit right there. <laughs> you know? Because, like, honestly, too, you always, uh, it always comes from like a boss or something like that. That, like, it's pretty much, let's like say, don't question me because I'm doing cocaine. Uh, <laughs> so. Uh, that's the shit, right? I'm like, fuck that. Like, I remember the first time I heard that, I was just like, no, no I don't want to do that and shit, but because she was paying me, I had to say yes, uh, <laughs> but I didn't believe in it. <laughs> all right, so thank you so much for helping me out, breaking down society there, y'all. If anything, next time when you hear this shit, just think about it, all right? You know, because like, uh, I'm even trying to like, like, uh, you know, I don't believe in monogamy. I don't believe in polygamy, because I never made it past pre-calculus, uh, all <laughs> And besides, all the equations ends up in negative, you know. If I had a quarter, I could show you a display of how it actually works. Each one of the relationships with po- monogamy is just one flip. And with poly- polygamy, it's what how many times partners you have. Uh, so at the end, it's all fucking. But what I am trying to do, again, with the whole Breaking Down Society, I'm trying to come up with my own terms now. So uh, I came up with friendly lovers, y'all. Friendly lovers. So, yeah, exactly. Because, like, you know, we hear boyfriend, girlfriend and shit like that. First off, if it's a relationship and people are supposed to come together, both figurative and literally, uh, like, why do we say boy-girl? Because that means that you obviously start, like, uh, separating right there. But it ends with friend. So I was just like, "All right, and, come on, we've all licked a friend's butthole, right? All right, am I the only one? Only <laughs> one? See, Yeah. and although it ends up being the best because you know what they ate, uh, <laughs> it's happened. See, like people, there's like that awkward, like lavish, like that shit did happen, yeah. Uh, <laughs> so it's like, but like it's, it's crazy too because like uh, you know, it, it uh, what I found out with this term too, also boyfriend girlfriend indirectly supports pedophilia." Uh, <laughs> Yeah, because it's boy, girl And then, you ever like Fucking be in a relationship Like, man that, that, He wasn't even a man Or she wasn't even a woman You know and so That's because we're looking For boys and girls, y'all <laughs> So, duh <laughs> Of course you're not gonna know What the fuck you want Alright And then, so like uh, Also, too what The friendly lovers uh, The one thing in this whole Like, uh, you know With uh, the friend zone We all heard the friend zone And shit You know And like, at the end The friendly lovers Takes care of the friend zone Because now Anybody has a chance To be a lover If you're a friend, right? See, I I like how everyone's just like look at me all weird as shit. Just like the time in the second grade when I shit my pants. Uh, All right, y'all. Let me get back to some real shit. Um, I like licking pussy. Thank you. Uh, If anything, I love licking pussy. I go into licking pussy with the same intensity like Olympic athlete training for their event. Because it happens once every four years for me too, (laughs) y'all. Typically around the winter season. Yeah. Surprise, surprise right there, yeah. And I like looking at it from the front side. I like looking at it from the back side. Sometimes I dress up for my old Spider-Man costume from the fifth grade. I come down from the ceiling and shit. <laughs> I call that Toby Cundalingus kind of right there, yeah. Toby Cundalingus kind of right there. It's fucking great, yeah. It's fucking Just lick a butthole or something. All right, yeah. Uh, let's see. Uh, anyone ever uh, take acid around the freeway? <laughs> oh cool. uh, no no oh wow y'all making it very tough to make a human connection here uh <laughs> all right what what about how about how, has anyone ever gotten arrested in mexico okay see we got a couple of those stories and shit yeah i, I remember uh in, in college of course uh but like i remember i took out like extra loans that i'm still paying for this uh <laughs> this life time and shit and like i want to go so we went to rosarito y'all mexico and shit yeah it, yeah it's like just like half hour away from TJ so it's like you, you're a little bit moving up but at least you don't have to interact with the girl that fucks the donkeys uh, <laughs> that's in TJ y'all uh, <laughs> but uh, if anything uh, so uh, I'm hanging out you know we're hanging out with friends and shit and then I go and get some tacos um, for those of you who don't understand it tacos tacos <laughs> uh, uh, yeah yeah sometimes sometimes I told this story before and I lose people like at that point I was like what the fuck that's why I have to say tacos you know alright <laughs> So, I go get some tacos and shit. And uh, next thing you know, like, I spent my last 30 bucks there. I spent my last 30 bucks and that's it. So, I'm like, I go back to the bar thinking my friends are going to be there. No one's there. I'm like, oh, fuck, all right. So, next thing you know, I go and talk. Uh, I have to get back to our place because I figure out our friends are going to be there. And uh, next thing you know, uh, I, you know, I start talking uh, uh, Spanish to the service because I found out that if you speak uh, their language, you could get free guacamole. Uh, <laughs> And so, y'all, we get back, we pass a guard check in order to get outside, and no one's there. I can't fucking break in. I'm like, fucking shit, like, this shit's going to suck. So I go back to the taxi driver, and that's when he starts speaking perfect English, y'all. Uh, <laughs> and he starts saying, uh, you're trying to cheat me. And I'm like, "Nah, I'm not trying to cheat you. He's like, no, you're trying to cheat me. And then that's when he starts chasing me around his taxi, y'all. And uh, for those of you who don't know, I'm a former Division I cross-country runner, which means if a fight ever breaks out, I'm going to run and get help. Uh <laughs> <laughs> And so next thing you know, he's chasing me around his taxi and shit. Turns into like one of those 1920 shit, like, <laughs> fucking, like he, I start chasing him. A fucking giraffe pops so out. What the fuck's happening and shit? <laughs> and they find Reason why he's not gonna get it or like get me and shit. So he's like huffing and puffing, just looking at me like a fucking like. <sighs> And, like, uh, I'm, like, on the other side, just, like, looking. And I'm, like, you ever go to the park and you see a squirrel with a nut? And, like, the, you, see, you get too close to the squirrel with that nut? And, like, the motherfucker's, like, nah, motherfucker. <laughs> 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 I had that look. And, yeah, so next thing you know, uh, like, uh, the way how this thing ended was that uh, uh, he call, goes and he, he calls the federales And then a couple minutes later, a lot faster than the LAPD, y'all, uh, <laughs> the federales start shining their light. And I jump in and start doing my bits. Uh, <laughs> and then that's how they got me, y'all. Thank you so much. My name's been Anthony Medina. Y'all take care.
2: Anthony Medina, I um, I just imagined the spotlights coming on you and you, you being, I'm a new age Mexican, which means I use condoms. I use condoms. And they're like, you're not a Catholic. Shoot him down. Just kidding. I love Rosarito I love Anthony Medina Clap it up again for Anthony Medina Yay Woo oh! uh, Your next comedian another wonderful amazing human being he's here at Mutiny all the time he also hosts at Doc Lo- Doc's Lab and he's around uh, he's at the Punchline he's at Cobb's he's everywhere put your hands together everybody it's Joey Avery Yay!
6: Yeah Thank you Pam Love Mutiny. Anthony, I love how your other way of saying tacos is basically an impression of me. <laughs> you guys want to get some tacos? There's like six A's in it. Uh, yeah, I really love vowels. I spend a lot of time on them. Um, what's that got? I actually just had a pretty amazing... Comedy milestone happened to me about a week and a half ago that I never thought was going to happen. I was doing a set and uh, and I got a girl to uh, show me her boobs, <laughs> yeah. I was pretty amazed by that i was i was very I was more proud of myself than really I should be as a grown man who's seen boobs but i felt I felt very pleased with myself until I went home and I listened to the recording of my set, and I realized that my reaction to that was not very cool at all it I think I could really only describe it as like a brogasm because <laughs> I was listening to it, and apparently what I decided to say while it was happening was. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. You you won't? For sure. For sure. I said for sure three times while someone was trying to show me their breasts. That's not that cool. I thought I was going to listen to it and have this, like, George Clooney moment where I was like, perfect areolas. But no, I was just, sounded like I was getting a massage on a longboard. It was very strange. It was not a cool moment. Um, it was exciting though. I was like, man, the only way I can top that is if I can get a guy to show me his dick. I feel like that's it's harder to do, guys. Don't just whip it out. Um, I don't know. Have you seen a male stripper? Actually, anyone okay. <laughs> Yeah, that is not the first time I've heard that, actually. And I appreciate it. Um, does the male stripper just come out hard, like guns a blazing, or does he go soft? Because it seems like, I guess my thing is there's no in-between ground. Like, I can't think of a good stage at which to whip it out. I'm not going to pull out a soft dick. Like, you guys aren't Greek sculptors. You're not into that shit, you know? Like, nobody likes that. But a hard dick is so threatening. Like, you don't want to, like, go up to a girl and be like, hi! Like, that's not a hot thing to do. I don't know. I guess it's a hard life being a male stripper. It's a semi-hard life. I guess you got to go half chub. I promise I didn't write that. Uh, I hope not. Um... Yeah, I don't know. I think I think one of, uh, what also makes it different for guys like size really matters. You know, if you whip one out and people aren't impressed, you got to you got a long ride home. You know, it's important. It matters. Like women will even predict dick size. Like girls will do that thing where they're like, "Oh yeah, you know, if a guy drives a big truck." You know, you know what that means. Like, he's got a small dick. You know? Exactly. It's like, I don't know if that's true, but the reverse isn't like, I've never seen a dude get his dick sucked in a fiat. Alright? I'll tell you that. That is not a thing that I've seen. But guys don't do that to girls. Like, you know, like none of your guy friends have been like, yo, stay away from chicks who drive skinny cars. You know, <laughs> you know what that means. Like, wide vaginas. Like no one says that shit like yo stay away from cyclists alright they're probably sucking that seat in like a mouthpiece like people wouldn't say that cause we don't care you know it's like oh vagina sold you know I'm in can I yeah that's great no guys like yeah I wanna fucking date girl who drives a 747 I wanna <laughs> I wanna date a, a pilot you know with really dry skin so you know He's got a tight, wet vagina. Like, no one does that, um, which is good. You know, we don't need to objectify women more. <laughs> I think we're a quote on that. Um, <laughs> what else? I was watching that. Actually, I was. I was looking into the draft today. I was looking at the NFL draft because I don't really like my job that much. Um, why else? I, You know, I like football, but I do have a problem with football because it's like, they don't give them enough freedom. Like the fact that they don't let football players dance really pisses me off. To me, it's like the fact that anybody in that concussion orgy of an event even wants to dance <laughs> is a triumph of the human spirit, okay, that we should celebrate. You can't go up to them and give them an unsportsmanlike conduct. That's such a weird thing to say to an NFL athlete to say like, sir, you're not conducting yourself as a sportsman. (laughs) He's like, yeah, no shit, I just tore that guy's ACL. (laughs) You just gave me a penalty because I shimmied after. Like that doesn't make sense. Like if a guy scores a touchdown, he made it to the only painted square of safety on that entire plot of land. All right, that's a am- if he wants to whip it out and finish onto the turf. That is a worthy celebration. And the second most family-friendly thing to happen on the telecast, okay? <laughs> You gotta respect that. It's good dancing's actually good for you. It's the only exercise that's been proven to help you fight uh, Alzheimer's and dementia. Which, by the way, is the single most important exercise for you if you play football. Because um, <laughs> you're gonna forget shit. Uh, it's just part of life. I miss sports, man. I, I I used to play sports. It was nice, like, just to have a reason to go outside and run around every once in a while, you know? It was nice to have that. Like, I was looking at my life the other day. I was like, I'm inside all day. <laughs> like, if I want to pay for a room in San Francisco, that means I owe a lot of money. So that means all day, every day, I have to go to a room and stare at a screen and work for someone so that they'll pay me. And then just so the stresses of that job don't fuck with me, I have to go to a second room where I can like run around and push weights around and shit so I don't lose my mind. And then because neither of those things are fulfilling, I come to a third room and tell you guys about it. (laughs) And then people ask me what I like to do and I'm like, I love the outdoors. (laughs) That's what I, I'm an outdoorsman. I can tell by the screensaver on my fucking computer. I'm the next John Muir, all right? We got trees in my Facebook cover photo. Huh. Look out, Lewis and Clark. I'm coming hot. Um I do I like hiking though. It's nice to get outside. I hate when people tell me that like that's one of their activities that they like to do. You know? Like that she likes to hike, huh? Yeah, for sure. For yeah, she's wearing a scarf. I get it. Yeah, that's fine. <laughs> She, yeah, I've done it. I'm guilty of it too, but it's just like it's like, oh man, really? You you enjoy it. you enjoy the one activity that literally everyone in this room is biologically programmed to enjoy. That's what you like? You like walking amongst the trees? That's amazing. What else do you like? Do you like having sex? Do you enjoy that? Rubbing your bits together, you little hoe? You like that? Tell me more. Are you a foodie by any chance? Do you like food, but only if and when it's particularly delicious? No shit! You brilliant unicorn. (laughs) I think I'm sensitive to that because I actually, (laughs) I have a resume (laughs) from when I first graduated college and I was applying to jobs that under activities includes not only hiking, but Hanging out with friends. That was the thing that I put in case my prospective employers really wanted to know that I enjoyed spending time with the people I decided I enjoyed spending time with. Maybe they'd see that and be like, we got to get this guy a job, all right? And maybe some extra PTO because he knows what to do with it, all right? I bet this guy even likes to fuck. What an animal, huh? (laughs) oh shit yeah I, I'm inside all day I work at a company it's annoying you gotta live in the city at some point it's like yeah I hate tech workers and then you're like boy but if I wanna stay here I'm working in tech <laughs> <laughs> it's about the only way I'm gonna hack it so I work at a tech company it's uh yeah I mean it kinda sucks I feel like it's also weird like thinking about what technology is doing us cause I just I really feel very sternly that it absolutely makes me more narcissistic. You know, like it just does. I was just thinking if it was the 70s for example, and I went out and I like bought a Polaroid camera and then I like got a bunch of tape and I fucking mounted that son of a bitch on a pole and then used it to take pictures of me all day. <laughs> would not have a lot of friends. Now, imagine I took all those pictures and I printed them out and I brought them to some giant like public wall. And then one by one, I posted them up. <laughs> and then I got all my friends and all my enemies and everyone I'd ever met. And I brought them to that wall and I made them look at it. <laughs> and then as they were looking, I was like, "So, do you guys like it? And then counted every single person that did. And based on that, I decided how happy I was going to be that day. <laughs> I didn't think I'd be considered a narcissist (laughs) but it's not just that it's it's like we actually have industries and jobs focused around it now like comedian I mean like (laughs) Uh, (laughs) no I was talking to a girl the other day in a bar I was like what do you do for a living and she's like oh I'm I'm on a reality show and I was like, that's amazing. I, How do you even get that job? And she's like, oh, I'm just sassy and promiscuous. <laughs> I was like, that's a job qualification now? Like, what an amazing time to be alive. There used to be two jobs. It was like, you can be a hunter or you can be a gatherer. Okay? No, one ever, no one ever slammed the flap of a teepee and was like, oh, I'm a bitch. <laughs> that's what I am. Don't fuck with me. That was not a popular stance to take when the rest of your family had frostbite, all right? That wasn't a thing that people were doing. I look at these people. I'm always like, I hate you, you know? But, like, how did we make you? I mean, when you really trace it back, it blows my mind that at some point in time, a gigantic star had to explode just so you could get the particles... To make one of these little bitches. <laughs> like that <laughs> seems like such an unlikely recipe. You know? And it's not just girls, by the way, there's the male equivalent as well. I have all these <laughs> I have all these friends that I'm gonna be like, yeah, I mean I'm a bouncer, but I just really want to be a DJ. <laughs> you know? <laughs> but for money I sell supplements on Instagram. You're like, okay. <laughs> okay, Cameron. Alright? <laughs> I don't know where you're contributing to this economy aside from that weird triangular muscle that points towards your dick, okay? But I don't think it's helping. <laughs> you can't just put a comma in your name halfway through your life because you're Persian. It's All right, sorry, I know him. He, I went to high school with him. He's ripped. Um, he is. I, uh, I will hang on. I'll live in the city as long as I can. I like it here. It's kind of a magical place to live, I feel like. You know, like... I realized after moving here, like, the city changes you. Like, I finally realized that if you're a San Francisco local and you live here until the point where you're an 80 or 90-year-old person, like, you actually will become an old Chinese woman. (laughs) (laughs) People don't know that about life. changes. There's no one else in that age bracket. It's just old Chinese women getting on the bus, all right? That's the whole (laughs) thing. It's not, it's not all funny, though, because a friend of mine actually works at a hospital in Chinatown, and she told me that most of the organ donations for the city come from old Chinese women getting hit by cars. Wow. I know. And she said that the medical reason for that is that they just don't give a fuck when they walk around. <laughs> all right? They run this town. They have more swag than anybody I've seen. Okay? Which makes sense, since they all grew up as young Hispanic men. Uh... <laughs> Hey, guys, that's it for my time. Before I go, though, I do want to say this is one of my favorite places. Pam, thank you so much. Please donate. There's a donation bucket. Uh, It's worth it. Keep it alive. Thank you so much.
2: Joey Avery is amazing. Yay. Yay. And then yay. Huzzah. And hooray forever. All right. We have our first. We have our only lady of the night Woo! lady of the night ah, here on our Pam fantastic comedy clubhouse and i'm really excited because she's super super funny and incredibly amazing and you guys are gonna laugh hysterically at the jokes of allison hooker
7: Woo! thank you pam um i am a lady of the night matter of fact my name's allison hooker Thank you. Spelled just like the profession. And that's always been a fun conversation starter. You know, like that awkward time in junior high when you think boys are cute because they have all their grown-up teeth. And you know, I stopped playing four squares, started plucking my eyebrows. I wore a training bra to support the nipples that had come in. (laughs) Pam, you're laughing. Do you know what I'm talking about? Did you have boobs or just swollen nipples in junior high? Swollen nipples. Me too. I was so jealous. Like, I'm still jealous. I was trying to smack my titties on a guy's face the other night. He fucking broke his nose on my chest bone. But junior high, I had to write my first initial and last name on my gym clothes, so it just said, a hooker. <laughs> Down the leg of my pants and across my nipply chest. And they teased me. They teased me so much that My gym teacher gave me new clothes and told me to write something else. So I wrote the Hooker. (laughs) Because I'm the only one, and I loved the sexual attention. I've always been horny, ever since I was a little girl. But now I miss Hooker because I'm a teacher. Um, It's true. (laughs) I teach English as a foreign language to adults because I lived abroad where speaking English was considered a skill. And then I just never really professionally developed beyond that. (laughs) I'm still trying to figure out what I want to be when I give up. But um, a lot of my students, actually my job here in San Francisco is sort of like fighting homophobia, because my students are adults from all over the world. So uh, I went to Folsom Street Fair this year. Anyone ever been to Folsom Street Fair? Yeah? If you haven't been to Folsom Street Fair in San Francisco, it's like a really aggressive sexual affair even for San Francisco standards. Like whips and chains and chokeholds. Like I walked into Folsom this year and there was a guy just going for it in the street. He was just going for it. And he just came on the sidewalk. He just came. And I was like, oh, okay. That's a little shocking. I felt sorry for the guy standing next to me who was just eating a donut. (laughs) But I kept walking in. And uh, then I got to like three men sitting in a kiddie pool waiting to be peed on. Oh. And I was like, okay, I'm gonna go. So I peed on them and left. <laughs> I mean, you know, like I whipped a girl dressed up like a horse and tied to a pole on the way out. Cause I didn't want th- people to think I was like judging them. <laughs> but then I took off. But you guys, on Monday, I went into my classroom and I had this brand new student from Saudi Arabia. And, and he wasn't even from like, a big city in Saudi Arabia. He's from like a little village. And I was like, how was your first weekend in San Francisco? And I saw the blood just like run from his face. And I was like, oh shit. He went to Folsom. <laughs> uh, and he was from this little village. So he went straight from women covered in h- full hijab to men dancing in only assless chaps. <laughs> mm-hmm. He went from like arranged marriages in his father's camel farm to butt beads and dick rings in the street. (laughs) And he was looking at me, bewildered for answers, you know? Like, teacher, why
1: this?
7: (laughs) So I had to, like, bypass all the regular, slow steps of acceptance and jump straight in to explaining Folsom Street Fair, but I tried. I was like, okay, look, um, dick-sucking trains are an expression of love, (laughs) you know? If you guys are stuck on that, like, dick-sucking trains, there's a flight of stairs involved. (laughs) So you have the visual? I was like, peeing on each other is a way to express that you are proud of who you are, you know? I was like, public anal plunging is freedom. (laughs) This is America. But um, yeah, not sure that he fully got it. <laughs> but I do think it's funny, like, um, how romanticized it is being from another culture here in the bay. Like, I, I lived in Brazil for a long time, and then I imported a now useless ex-husband. Um, but we used to walk around San Francisco speaking in Portuguese together, and people's faces would just like light up to be like, "Oh my God, are you Brazilian?" And I'd be like, "Oh, no, I grew up around here." and their faces would physically fall like i was such a disappointment i was like dude i'm still fucking cool <laughs> yeah i still speak portuguese <laughs> but my ex used to get all kinds of bullshit credit just for being from brazil you know and i was like guys i don't know he's he's kind of just a dude like just a dude you know like can't win a verbal argument <laughs> like falls asleep right after sex just a dude like he would scratch his balls all the time. <laughs> I mean he'd do it in like a Brazilian way. You know? <laughs> but at the end of the day, he's just like a dude scratching his nutsack. But I do get funny comments because of my hair. People will be like, Are you ethnic? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's weird. <laughs> or what are you? And I don't know. Like, I'm a healthy mix of people who are not inbred. <laughs> but people seem to get really disappointed if I say that I'm white. Like, I guess I just lose all my charm that way. So, uh, so I went home with a guy. It happens. And uh, the next morning, we're walking down the street, and he goes, you know, when I met you, I thought you were half black, and I really like mixed girls. I mean, he is black, if that makes a difference to the story. But I just thought that was a weird thing to say. But I was also like, at what point did he realize I'm just plain old white? Because we had never had a conversation about that. Like, we had never had a conversation. (laughs) (laughs) So I asked him. I was like, was it the drink that I ordered? The way that I dance? Do I taste white? Uh, He's like, no. And so when I took off your shirt and saw your pink nipples, yep. I was like, e- yeah, that's an obvious one. I couldn't believe it. I was like, you've been disappointed since then? Like we were still at the bar. But it's tough being a single woman in San Francisco. Any single ladies here tonight? I kind of only asked the two of you. I already know about them. but it's it's tough being a strong independent horny woman in san francisco you know i think the problem now is that sex has just gotten too easy for men like they swipe a few times send a few texts seriously the future of tinder is going to have yelp reviews just to make the whole process (laughs) faster you know but sex has gotten so easy that men are turning it down they're like oh oh that (laughs) no not now i gotta go to yoga (laughs) and he's late people are as late to go meditate But sex is so easy that men are turning it down and women are left begging for attention. Like a guy drove by me the other day doing a jack-off motion out of the side of his truck. I fucking chased him down the street. (laughs) Like, ugh. I walked by a construction site. I was just staring at all of the men. Like one guy stopped what he was doing and looked up so I started walking towards him and then he's waving his arms like, hey, lady. You can't walk here, you need to go around the cones. (laughs) I hate the word lady, by the way. I mean, you can call me sugar tits, no problem, but lady? (laughs) I am not that fucking old. (laughs) (laughs) Ma'am's even worse, that's true. Jesus Christ. But I know, women, we're not easy either. We're not even easy for like ourselves. Like at 31, I am still completely stunned by my period every month. Every month. Like I'll call up a friend. I just don't know what's going on with me. No, I just, I don't know. I feel like I don't like my job anymore. This guy that I've been dating just, he seems really distant. Like I just haven't been happy lately. Like this shit is deep. And then three days later, Oh, <laughs> But ladies, seriously, imagine being stunned like this by anything else that happens every month. Like rent is due, you get on the phone with your landlord. You're asking me for rent again? <laughs> like it feels like I just paid rent. <laughs> You're not even asking me nicely. I think that's a lot of money. And my room, or van, is really small. <laughs> That's a lot of money. I'm 31. Like, why do I live in a van? <laughs> but somehow, we managed to forget. You know? Like, I was super disheartened when I was like, angrily texting my ex, and I scrolled up to realize I'd text him rude things on increments of one month. <laughs> Anyways, thank you so much, Bootney. You guys have been great. Allison Hooker,
2: Yay! I'm so glad she jokes about her period, because I so relate to those right now. It's so nice. Hey, Connor Marshall, yay. I'm sorry, Connor George. Connor Marshall just dyed his hair a weird color, and I can't believe that I... You have the name of a... Anyways does your in pizza your next comedian uh thank you allison hooker that was lovely i'm really excited uh your next comedian is from chicago illinois Woo! illinois illinois we haven't heard any of his jokes i'm so excited to see what's gonna he's on a he's on a big worldwide tour right now worldwide it's, it's an america tour uh, but he was just in L.A., and he's here with us now. You guys are going to love him. Put your hands together. It's Kent Tucker!
8: Hey, thanks, everybody. All right. Oh, bought a Tempur-Pedic mattress the other day. Yeah, I bought a Tempur-Pedic mattress because I was sick and tired of my goddamn girlfriend jumping on the bed and spilling my wine. <laughs> There's a bowling, you look like a bowling ball crowd. <laughs> you know how, when you're trying to kick back with a good book, got your glass of wine resting on your ordinary mattress? <laughs> huh? you take a break and you stand up and you start hurling a bowling ball into your bed you're gonna spill that wine you're gonna spill it all over the place and yeah you can flip the mattress over but what happens the next night when you take your bowling ball break huh you're going to spill some more wine. How are you going to explain those red stains to the broad you bring back to your place? Guys, you can't do it. We're going to switch to white wine, you pussy. I don't think so. Red wine has got antioxidants. It's good for your heart. Don't let that shabby old mattress get between you and your health. Get an affordable, stain-resistant tempur mattress, everybody. That's right. They're, they're expensive. Yes, I get it. They cost a lot of money, but they pay for themselves after the first, you know, 1,000 glasses of unspilled wine, okay? So if you are an alcoholic bowler, you owe it to yourself. Get a tempur mattress. It's the greatest new mattress sensation. You won't be disappointed. I get $10 every time I say tempur mattress. It's great to be here. Hi, everybody. Before, um, before I get too... Into this, I do want to share something with you guys. I just found out yesterday morning that I am going to be a dad again. So that's fit. Thank you, Thank. thank you very much. Yeah, they finally found her, so that's a great fit. The community really comes together when a child goes missing. It's a beautiful thing. Um, I'm just, I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm kidding you guys. I'm joking. her. they, they haven't found her. So, uh, she's out there. Uh, let me know if you see her. That would be great. Some of you have to lighten up. I understand. I'm here to tell jokes. Uh, that I'm kidding around. I didn't actually lose a baby. That would be awful. I didn't lose a baby. She went out for cigarettes and didn't come back. That's, that's not on. That's a deadbeat baby. Okay, that's not on me. And I don't feel. I should be held responsible. Okay, moving on. <laughs> uh, I went to the YMCA a while ago, the Young Men's Christian Association. And I was looking around the locker room there, and I thought, for a place called the Young Men's Christian Association, you, uh, you sure got a, you got a lot of old Jews here. <laughs> Which is fine. You know, I just... I think everybody deserves access to poorly maintained exercise equipment. You know, that just change the name of the gym. That's all I'm saying. Christians and Jews, different people, different celebrations, beliefs. For instance, Jewish people do not celebrate Easter, which I don't understand. Easter is the day Jesus rose from the grave. In other words, uh, hey, uh, we're off the hook, huh? Look, he's, he's fine. He is fine. Fu- even if you think we killed him, uh, he's up and at him now, everybody. He looks good. He look, he's got a smile on his face. Jesus, hey, G- happy Easter. Hey. Yeah. All right. But that's not how it goes, everybody. That's not how it goes for some reason. Uh, a lot of people name their kids Christian Nobody ever names their kid Jew. (laughs) (laughs) What's up with that? Am I right, everyone? I'd like to retire someday and open up a donut shop. I love donuts. I want to open up a donut shop. Call it Pete's Donuts, after my Uncle Pete. Because my Uncle Pete looked like a donut. He was a, a, a fat man, so he was round, like a donut, and also someone shot him in the stomach and fried him in oil. Um, I'd have a sign outside, you know, I'd have a sign outside the shop, it would say, go nuts at Pete's Donuts, but not as nuts as the guy who (laughs) shot my uncle down in cold blood and dragged his lifeless body back to a dark basement and submerged it in a vat of boiling motor oil, hot and fresh. Uh, yeah, all right, Got a few potential customers out of that one. Very good. Coming on to Pete's Donuts. say, hey, go nuts. But uh, not... Yeah, not as nuts as the guy who shot... I'm not, not going to put you through that again. Okay. Yes, I do requests. Uh, not that again. You're welcome. No problem. We we'll, won't we'll do that. Very really good. <laughs> well, somebody's enjoying themselves here. That's good. That's that's great. What? Do, why do they call it scissoring, everybody? <laughs> you see, when a lady loves a lady, they express this love through the physical act of jamming their crotches together (laughs) and it's it's been dubbed scissoring which confuses me because nobody ever uh, does this with scissors (laughs) nobody ever takes two pairs of scissors and just jams them together that two things. Uh, first of all, you're gonna dull the blades. All right, you're you're not gonna be able to cut anything. After a round of scissoring, it 's just it 's a big problem i're also going to cut up those knuckles that's that's that 's going to be painful you get blood all over the scissors uh, number two you 're going to damage those fulcrums you 're not even if you wanted to pinch something with the scissors you 're not going to be able to do it because the middle 's all jammed up you 're not they 're going to open or close it 's no good also i 've seen the movies the women they 're not they 're not doing this they 're not making a snipping motion. <laughs> With their legs, it's it's really just more of a writhe, all right? It's, uh, there's a better name for it, is, <laughs> is what I'm getting at. I told that joke once, and a lesbian came up to me and said, uh, excuse me, uh, I'm gay, and that's not a thing we do. And I said, I... <laughs> I think you missed the point of the bit. I think, yeah, uh... I, I don't think you're paying attention. That's okay. (laughs) A friend of mine was telling me, he went to his parents recently, and um, I I guess there was only one towel in the bathroom to dry your hands on, and it was from somebody's shower. So he told me, I just dried them on my pants, because that's gross. And I said, towels clean, people. That's a pretty clean towel. And he said, yeah, but it touched my dad's dick. So... If I touch it, it's like I'm touching my dad's dick, and that's gross. I said I, uh, I see your logic. I see I see where you're going with that, but oh, buddy, I gotta I gotta hope that your mom's never kissed you. Uh, you've totally touched your dad's dick, man. That's all. That's all there is. I don't know what you guys are chuckling at. Uh, Everybody here tonight has, without question, touched their dad's dick. Okay? Whether it's your mom kissing you on the cheek or your dad shaking your hand. Or, Or maybe your dad just touched you with his dick. I don't know. But I'm willing to bet one of those things has happened to you. And it is my job to remind you, you're welcome. Digging up memories in San Francisco family memories. Uh, You guys, you guys ever commit uh, suicide? Uh, Popular pastime these days. Uh, The noose, in my opinion, is a needlessly elegant knot. A lot of looping and coiling involved with the noose, so a guy in the news hung himself with an extension cord, he used a square knot, which is interesting choice, yes, but it 's adequate it 's what i 'm getting at the The noose is a beautiful knot don 't get me wrong it's it 's a lovely knot. I highly recommend it if you have the time, okay. If you got the day free, you know, wake up early, put on your favorite jazz record, all right? You know, cook a big breakfast. This is a—you don't do this every day. Treat yourself, you know. <laughs> cook breakfast, eat it up, really take it in. Take a long hot shower, drought be damned, and uh, just—you <laughs> really enjoy yourself, you know. Dry off, and then you get you, you—you lay out your rope, you know. And you tie it up very methodical. You know, and you listen to the the syncopation of the music, and then uh, and then you you string it up there, and you 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 correct God's mistake, right? Yeah, that's right. If you have the time, if you're in a hurry, if you're short on time, if the, if the landlord's at the door, you know what I mean. You just grab the nearest extension cord, throw it up there, you know, finish the job. You're not going to win style points, but that's not really why you're doing this, okay? Uh, also, do not tie a noose with an extension cord. I cannot stress this enough. A noose deserves an elegant coiled rope. That's sophisticated. That is classy. All right? You got a noose with a with a three-prong outlet sticking out of your neck. That That is gauche, everybody. <laughs> you're better than that. All right? You are better. You're not much better. That's why you're doing this. But you're a little bit better than that. So just keep that in mind. Did I lose you somewhere along the way you're <laughs> okay good yeah you're with me very good ah uh, I, I was dating this girl a long time ago who um she lived on a farm her parents lived on a farm and she went to introduce me to them and uh, shortly after we got there she went. she had to go get some mail that had been delivered there or something but her little sister took me on a tour of the farm and she showed me, oh, here's the orchard and the pig pen, And we went in the barn. And she said, there's the empty stall and the horse and the cow. You should milk the cow. And I said, oh, OK, yeah. Um, I went over. And I said, I'm milking the cow. All right. And she said, no, you're not doing it right. You have to do it for real. And she's six years old, so I want to humor the kids. So uh, I go into the stall, and there's a big... Um, I don't know what it's called. It's a big like, curved knife on the wall, right? So I take it down and I, I cut the cow's udder open with the knife. And uh, yeah, I got some dairy farmers in the audience. Turns out, uh, some of you know, that's not how you milk a cow. That when you cut open a cow's udder, a lot of blood and milk start pouring out. And uh, I'm gonna refer to the blood and milk mixture as blilk from here on out to save time, all right? So uh, there's all this blilk just pouring out of the cow, and it's running back, and for the girl is screaming her head off. She's never seen anything like this, right? And the cow's making a lot of noise, too. Uh, I want to get her out of harm's way, but it's too dangerous to get in there, so eventually the cow smashes her into the wall. She falls down into the puddle of blilk, which is the blood and the milk mixed together, and uh, I, the cow passes out in the corner. It's still alive, but it's, uh, it's not conscious. It, every, with every heave of its breath, uh, just a river of blilk pours out of the... Blilk is the blood and the milk, by the way, from the cow, and I run in. I grab the girl up out of this puddle of blilk, and I brush her hair out of her... She's got Beautiful blonde curly hair, but it's pink because it's saturated with blilk, which is the blood and the milk. You guessed it. It's like Pepto-Bismol, but thinner. So I I brush it out of her face. She comes to, remembers what happened, starts screaming again, and I smack her, and she goes, ah! and her hair sprays blilk against the wall. Blilk, by the way, that's the blood and the milk mixed. So uh, I, I I put my hands on her shoulders and I say, honey, it's gonna be okay. There's no use crying over spilled milk, <laughs> which is the, uh, the blood and the milk uh, from the cow. Thank you very much, everybody.
2: Kid Tucker don't cry over spilled milk. Yeah. Wow. Wow. That was like a Stephen King novel happening here on the stage. MutinyRadio.fm. I'm excited for your next comedian. You guys are gonna freak out. We've got your last two comedians are both incredibly awesome. Uh, and your next comedian is gonna make you laugh hysterically. Uh, I don't want to pee my pants, so I'm gonna run to the bathroom so that I don't pee my pants. <laughs> <laughs> because I'm afraid that if I sat down, you would make me pee my pants. And that's yeah. what's happening. But he's a wonderful person. Put your hands together. It's Jesse Fernandez! <laughs>
9: That's right. I have been known to make people pee their pants before um, because I am very intimidating, and they just get so scared. I am, and I'm also very, very unhappy that the last comic ended on a bloke bit. <laughs> bloke bit. I Like, a few minutes into that bit, I was like, well, there's not enough time for him to do another bit after this one. I'm going to be following a bloke bit. So... Thank you very much for that. It's got to be the first time I've ever seen an audience member get walked on the subject of blook. <laughs> but it happened. It's fine. We'll get it right. <laughs> Welcome back. I'm glad you got unwalked. Um, <laughs> I mean, peop- w- it's it's kind of interesting how we pick and choose what's going to offend us. I guess we don't really pick and choose. It's just a feeling we get. Because people did talk about killing themselves and like so I laughed pretty pretty hard at that. By the What? Well, <laughs> I didn't maybe maybe I would have walked out too had I read the Wikipedia page about how cows get milk in their udders. But I just didn't have that knowledge. You guys are I'm glad this is kind of a town hall situation I like this I like I do like it <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We'll take a vote Yays or nays for Blilk <laughs> uh, Also talked about scissoring Just thought I'd remind you guys It's <laughs> another topic Sometimes I like to take two scissors and I I do actually like to make them lick each other's pussies. That's uh, <laughs> fun to do. <laughs> um, you guys ever stood at the urinal? Speaking of of you, you stood at the urinal for like a whole minute and and you still can't come. <laughs> so, uh, speaking of <laughs> that. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. Thank you guys for showing up. I think that's great. that you, Like, you guys showed up. I think that's cool. These fucking idiots didn't show up. They're Those guys didn't show up, those dummies. They're still at home. They're like, when's the comedy show? And they're not even going to figure it out until, like, tomorrow. Some idiots are going to be here at the wrong time. I know. I shouldn't make fun of them. Because um, <laughs> they actually... Um, it's really It's sad. They actually died on the way over here. And, um... I know, it's really, it's, I'm sorry for bringing it down, um, but we're going to have a great time, you guys, it's going to be a a real fun time, I don't, (laughs) I don't know if, when I discovered masturbation, um, I was just so excited about that, you know, I discovered masturbation in the same way that Columbus discovered America, (laughs) Uh, I didn't really actually discover it, but it's still my favorite accomplishment. (laughs) I don't know. Do you guys know that pine cones are basically just artichoke fossils? (laughs) I know that joke was a little bit weird, but I I just said it because I know that that joke was those people's favorite joke. (laughs) And they would have wanted me to tell that tonight. And uh, <laughs> I just I was trying to get a joke to bomb so that I could make that reference, but the Columbus thing didn't bomb for some reason. It's been a very dirty show, and um, that's my last dirty bit. I'm doing a dirty-themed show next week, and I don't know. I'm going to be doing like two minutes, and then I just got to go because I don't have anything else that's dirty. I'm just gonna have to say fuck and shit a lot more in my act, and then I think that'll that'll work out. Um, you guys seem cool. You seem cool. I can tell just from looking at you guys. Who prefers Lyft and who takes Uber? <laughs> um, Uber, right? <laughs> Lyft. You you drive Lyft. <laughs> well, they're not gonna allow you to drive Uber with a van. You just say hop in my home I'll take you. <laughs> take you where you need to go <laughs> I I think it's funny that I'm using a microphone in a room that's like it's about as big as uh well a couple of vans probably <laughs> I mean this would be a palatial van I mean let's be honest Oh yeah it's for the it's so that 32,000 people in Denmark can steal my jokes <laughs> Fucking dicks! I shouldn't use this mic. There should just be dead air in Denmark for a while. <laughs> Never gonna f- visit your dumb country. We can smoke pot here now. Your main, <laughs> your main source of American tourism is dwindling. You guys better legalize another drug. <laughs> and Then maybe we'll come back. Mushrooms. Yeah. <laughs> Oh fuck, yeah, mushrooms. I've been meaning to do mushrooms a lot uh a lot. <laughs> I've been meaning to do a lot of mushrooms for a long time. <laughs> I haven't gotten around to doing it for a long time. I love it too. Last time I did mushrooms, I was like just having like these amazing observations that like turned out to not like when you sober up, you realize like, oh shit, that was dumb as fuck. Like I <laughs> I invented neon gray. Uh that was <laughs> that turned out to not be that smart. Well, think about what color that would be. It's just a different shade of gray. There's no... (laughs) It can't... It's not a... You can't make that. (laughs) I was, like, sitting there on mushrooms once, and, like, just, like, everything was moving. The walls were, like, moving and stuff. And then, like, I, like, look at my hand, and I'm like, oh, my God. This is... Holy shit. It's like a, a bar graph of how much I use each finger during foreplay. (laughs) Holy shit. That's so accurate. I almost never use the thumb. No wonder it's way down there on the bar graph. That's a rare one. I do. I go, I lead with that finger. (laughs) You guys know. (laughs) I've been using this new app. It's like Lyft and Uber. It's it's called Public Bus. And... (laughs) It's good for poor people. Uh, it's it's an exciting one. Um, you see some cool things. Like I saw this dude on the public bus, and I overheard him whispering, "You're not crippled. You don't need that wheelchair to a baby in a stroller." <laughs> It was amazing. I love that. That guy was amazing. He, he was messed up. He was wearing baggy jean shorts that went down to his shin. So I, I figured he, he probably lost his mind at a Limp biscuit concert. But that guy, I, I love that dude. <laughs> Everybody's messed up though somehow. You know, everybody is. Because everything messes people up in some way. Like even holidays will do it. You'd think that they wouldn't. They totally do. There's just exceptions to rules that there shouldn't be exceptions to. Like Halloween, that's an easy example. Every other day of the year, we're like, don't accept candy from strangers. (laughs) Oh, except for that one day when all the strangers are wearing disguises. Then go nuts. (laughs) Don't try to make women kiss you, except for Christmas under the mistletoe. It's the international waters of sexual harassment. (laughs) Don't eat stuff you find in the backyard, Easter. (laughs) (laughs) Don't let your dad kidnap you and start a new life in Nevada, my birthday, once. (laughs) Everything messes people up. (laughs) I'm messed up. I I can't take certain things seriously. Like, I get these job interviews. Like, an interviewer once asked me, where do you see yourself in 10 years? And it's a real question, but, like, my dumbass brain, I'm just going, like, oh, I can say anything to this. She can't see the future. (laughs) So so out loud, I'm just like, dancing on your grave. And <laughs> I don't get the job for that. An interviewer once asked me if you could have lunch with anybody, living or dead, who would you pick? And I was like, living. <laughs> Think I'm overqualified for this position. <laughs> I don't know. I'm a pretty positive dude. Like, the other day, I had a little bit too too much to drink, and I uh, pulled a little hole in the ceiling swinging from the light fixture out there. Uh, but I'm positive, and I'm resourceful. So I was like, you know what? going to make a skylight. <laughs> and I did, and it's great, and everyone loves it except my upstairs neighbor. <laughs> that guy is a real hater. <laughs> Caught a babe checking me out. And I could have taken that in a negative way and assumed she was looking at that car accident I was in, but no. <laughs> I was like, I'm gonna be positive. <laughs> Got a Minute lemonade and uh, looked at the nutrition facts. Zero percent juice. Now I could have been like, well, what the fuck am I drinking? Can I say fuck? What the fuck am I drinking? Is this science? But no, I took it in a positive way, and I was like, what an underdog of a company. (laughs) Because life didn't even give them lemons, and they were still like, we're making lemonade! (laughs) How do you even begin to make that kind of a product? What do we have that'll make this yellow? (laughs) Gross, what else? (laughs) I once did that joke, and somebody yelled out at me, Minute Maid's actually made with 3% juice. (laughs) Like, first of all, what kind of Minute made scientist would we have to have in the audience where just off the dome, <laughs> nope, 3%. <laughs> Fuck that, and secondly, they're wrong. You think I would write and perform that entire joke without doing the research first? That's stupid, that's so ridiculous. I looked it up later, it is 3% juice. <laughs> I like the joke, I want to keep doing it, so. I just do that addendum at the end, and I don't have to feel like a liar. They probably don't even have Minute Maid in Denmark. That's going to go way over their heads. <laughs> Plus, I held the mic away from my face f- during some of the punchlines. I knew what I was doing. <laughs> Fuck those assholes. There's more All the There's many oh. oh, shit. We got our ghetto NSA in here. <laughs> 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 okay. That works. Um. <laughs> I have a girlfriend. I like having a girlfriend. I love having a girlfriend. Don't tell her. I'd like. I would <laughs> like, I love it. <laughs> my single friends seem so annoying to me now, though. Like, they're humble bragging about their sexual conquest. It's just sticking out to me whenever they do it. Like, one of my friends complained. He was like, all oh, these girls just want me for booty calls. It sucks. It's like, oh, you poor baby. You know why these women just want you for sex every once in a while? It's because to these women... Sex with you is like that drink V8. It's not that great, but every once in a while they forget and try it again. <laughs> They're just like, "Did I like this?" "Oh no, no, I didn't like this at all. This is not good." Mm, I just I thought I would like it because it's been a while and I was so thirsty. But not only did it not quench my thirst, I'm somehow thirstier than I was before I had it. You have to have had a v eight fairly recently to be like, "Oh yeah, that was a pretty salty drink <laughs> oh shit i should I should make a salty reference in there because there's like you know the drink's salty, but then also that thing that guys do that's disgusting that gets pretty salty too i'm I've heard uh, <laughs> <laughs> I have a girlfriend <laughs> I should get out of here pretty soon, hopefully, but um." This has been fun. I so uh, this is uh, this is exciting. I just heard about this. Did you guys have you tried the the new um, schmear for for bagels that tastes like PBR? What? what? You you haven't had that? No. Have you guys heard? You guys know about it though. No. no. Are you guys serious? You you've never heard of of pap schmear? <laughs> My name's Jesse Fernandez. I'm on Twitter, at Jesse Fernandez. You can check me out there. I'm also on Instagram, at Jesse fernan Instagram. Uh, let's see. If you like my comedy, after the show, I'll be selling a, uh, a half a burrito. Uh, it's pretty good. I found it, but it's probably good. Uh, kidding, I'm selling my comedy special. It's called Killing Him Softly uh, by Dave Chappelle. It's... <laughs> It's my favorite one that he made, but I finished watching it, so I'll sell that to you guys. Um, Let's see. I'm done, right? I'm done-ish. Is there anything else that I need to cover that we haven't covered so far? I feel like we've run the gamut tonight. We've got a lot of stuff. I mean, some topics came up that we never really thought would come up, and some of us didn't want them to. But we handled it, and I think we've all grown stronger for it. We learned how cows get milk in their udders. That's valuable. Um, Does it have to be rape? Anyway, I should go. (laughs) Oh, man. This is a weird closing. Uh, How do you end a set like this? Did I do the Minime joke? I did. Okay, then I'm going to (laughs) go. I. (laughs) I lost. Oh, I lost ten pounds last month. How about that? <laughs> cool. All right. Thank you, guys. Bye.
2: Hey, thank you, Jesse Fernandez. Yeah. Woo, woo, woo. We have one last comedian for you guys woo. tonight on Dance's Comedy Clubhouse, and he is—he's a keeper for all eternity. You guys are gonna love him. You're here to see him. Put your hands together, everybody, for John! Alchemist! All right. yeah.
10: For all of eternity? All of eternity? Damn. I want to know more about the cow thing. Um, no, I don't. I don't. I want to keep drinking milk. I, <laughs> I drink so much milk. I'm going to grow up to be so big and strong. You're all going <laughs> to cower how big and strong that calcium made me. Cower. Oh, I didn't mean it. I, if, I, if I had known that it was a pun, I never would have said it. Um, I'm so sorry, everybody. I apologize deeply. Um, what's up? I, uh, I, I'm coming here from Santa Cruz, um, and I'm now I'm here in your town, in your room, Um, and I, um, I go to UC Santa Cruz and I see, I get lost on the campus all the time. I'll just be walking around just fucking hopelessly lost, um, because there's like no signs anywhere. There's just totally devoid of signs on that campus, um, which is because we're so progressive that we don't want to put labels on anything, period. You know, like, who are we to really say where the media center is? (laughs) Is that our place? Um, I did see one sign on our campus, um, it was a flyer for something called a Queer Slam, um, which turned out to be a place for people who identify as queer to perform slam poetry, um, (laughs) which is a great thing, it's great to live in 2016 and have that, but if you're running that event and you, like, have made that word document, you're not even gonna, like, check it once, you're not gonna, like, double check to make sure that that's a good name for your, (laughs) what's happening in in classroom C because that like that doesn't the image it evokes is is violent and horrible the real thing is is fine it's just a girl with pink hair snapping a lot um and sometimes there's other people there but the image it evokes is of like an old southern man in overalls telling you to like get on down to the barn for a good old-fashioned queer slam and we don't want that in our community at all we don't want someone telling us like, that is $5 to slam, one queer, $10 for two queers, $12 for three queers. It, you, say what you will about that fictional homophobe, but he's a great salesman. He is. If you were a bigot on a budget, that would be your guy. You'd go to him for every... All right, have a new version of that tag on my desk by 6 a.m. Um, I don't feel like writing it. Um, I think... There's a lot of uh, double standards that guys hold women to, and I think the worst one is that, like, on one hand, we want them to be all skinny, but then on the other hand, we'll say things like, oh, girls don't poop, that's gross. But it's like, hello, it's like, hello, some women are bigger just because they're holding in all their poops. (laughs) They're just walking around all day, (laughs) poops a, poops yeah, it's not fair. And then they poop and they get all skinny and we're like, oh, poop, gross, and they're like, come on! (laughs) what do I got to do? Right? It's crazy. Um, Snoop Dogg doesn't hold women to double standards. He just hates them. Um, he, but in like, it, let me explain. Because he'll, he'll say things in his lyrics like, I don't love no hoe, I never love no hoe, I'll never love no hoe. Um, but all that makes me want to know is like, who hurt you, Snoop? Who broke, that, who broke your little doggy heart, you know? Because I'm here for you, right? I'm here for you. If you're in here or anywhere, I'm here for... If you're listening, Snoop, I'm here for you. I want to provide a shoulder for the boss dog, D-O-W-G, to cry on, if need be. I just feel like we've all spent so much time listening to his his music, but when's the last time someone really listened to him, you know? Aww. That's... <laughs> that, that joke didn't make anyone laugh. It just makes us all want to cuddle. It just... uh <laughs> Cuddle for Snoop. That's what he would want. Um, I, uh... I had a funny conversation with my roommate last week. He, uh, he sat me down, and he was like, John, have you been, have you been doing cocaine? And it, it like took me a minute, because I haven't, but I, and I was like, no. Oh, yes, I've been doing nasal spray every morning, and that's what you've been hearing. Um, but what bothered me the most about the situation is that I had been living there for three months doing nasal spray every morning, so in his brain, I'm doing blow every single morning, and it took him that long to say something. <laughs> that's how much he cares about me. That three months, he's like, maybe he'll work it out, and then after, after that, he's like, I'm going to sit him down at breakfast and be like, hey, buddy, uh, what do you say we stop doing blow every morning, huh? Let's maybe, let's maybe switch to coffee. Do you, know about, do you know about coffee? It's great. It's um, delicious, um, affordable, legal, uh, fully legal in all 50 states, um, rarely ever cut with baby laxative. It's mostly just coffee. Almost every time, it's just coffee. Um. Did you know that, that cocaine dealers cut their product with baby laxative? Um, I know that because every time I try to party with my two-year-old nephew, he shits all over the place. <laughs> just everywhere. I'm just scrubbing it up like, God damn it, Nathaniel, I thought you could hang. What the fuck? Until I learned that it was baby laxative, and then I didn't blame him anymore because he's a baby. He can't control that. You know, I can handle my baby laxative. I, can, I just get the farts, but not him. He can't, he can't handle it. It's just too much for him. Um, I'm fascinated by kids, because they're so fascinated with the world. Ever seen a little kid out in public, like at the grocery store or some shit, like just making this face, just doing the... (laughs) Little kids get to the same places, mentally and spiritually and emotionally, that grown-ups have to take psychedelics to get to, but kids are just there. Kids are just there, like sitting in the stroller, just in awe of the world, just holy shit. Because they're just amazed, they're like, what, there's a bank and a grocery store and a park? I thought there was nothing. I didn't. Th- <laughs> I thought there was nothing in existence. It was just a black void, and then I'm born, and there's a guy in a mask, and he's has metal stuff. What the fuck? Like seriously, ever one of the, has a, one of those little kids ever made eye contact with you, and they're just like, you too? How many people are there? God damn. <laughs> there's my mom and the nanny and the dad, but Jesus Christ, this is a lot. <laughs> it is. It is a lot. Um, I don't think. I don't know, I don't think little kids like me, at least, because I, I was walking out of 7-Eleven with some candy once, and some kid was giving me the stink eye, and I was like, I wonder why that is. And then I realized, like, oh, yeah, he's jealous, because I can have candy whenever the fuck I want. <laughs> just any time, candy. I looked him in the eyes, I was like, this is dinner, dude. Like, get ready. This is, I didn't even clean my room today. Nothing, no homework, nothing. This is just, I want candy candy. That's the kind of candy this is. This is, let's have a Reese's Cup kind of candy. Um, I um, I'm so that's that's where I'm at is like a, the cusp of adulthood where I'm living alone and that's about it. Um, I did just turn 21. Um, so the fake IDs are over. It's done. No more fake IDs. Um, which is really nice because I don't like lying. Like I hate, one time I was at this at this I was trying to go to this club and I gave the bouncer my ID and he looked at it and he was like, "This isn't you, dude. This is an old Chinese lady." And I was I was like, "No, dude, that's me." Like, look again, that's me. He's like, really, you're, you're Fwangly, And I was like, that's how Westerners tend to pronounce it, yeah? And he was like, and you're 82? I'm like, yes, yes I am. And he was like, but your skin's so smooth. And I was like, stop it. <laughs> He was like, seriously. He's like touching my face. He's like, seriously, how'd you get it like that? And I was like, you are too much, mister. Jesus. So now we're dating, and he still thinks I'm an old Chinese lady. And like my parents, they want to meet him, but they don't know that he thinks I'm an old Chinese lady. It's just a mess. (laughs) Always be honest. Always be honest is what I'm getting at, because you never know what you're going to get yourself into. Um... I uh I met this girl the other day in Santa Cruz. She was a, a traveling folk, a hitchhiker, um, and she like had it all figured out. She had everything. I was talking to her, and she re- she was like she was like had recently like it, it was clear that she had, like recently like talked to God or something, but taken a shitty message. And she was like, she was like, "What do you want to do, man?" And I was like, "Oh, I want to I do comedy." And she was like, "Well, then do comedy, man." And I was like, "Well, yeah, but it, it doesn't really pay the bills at this point." She was like, what bills, man? What bills? I'm my, like, my bills. My PG&E, you know, AT&T. She was like, you're just gonna be the guy who pays bills your whole life? I was like, well, if you're putting it like that, then yes, that's the guy I'm gonna be, sure. <laughs> she was like, don't you ever wanna just like go and like go explore, like go into the forest alone, like really like get to know yourself? I was like, no, I don't wanna go, no. She was like, really, you don't wanna get, go camping alone? That's so weird. It's like, is it? Is that weird? Because I wasn't judging you. I don't think it's weird that you want to do that. But it's, like, more not weird that I don't. Like, I'm, you're the weird one, but you're not weird. But I'm, not, I'm definitely not weird, you know? Um, I don't think you're weird. But, like, if, we're, if one of us has to be weird, then it's you. Um, if, we, if we're going to be pitted against each other in that way, then... Um, I like Bernie Sanders, but I refuse to buy a shirt... Um, I, don't, I won't wear a Bernie Sanders shirt because I like to keep my shirts and that shirt has an expiration date on it. Because, no, but even if like, if he loses, then yes, it's not a cool shirt to wear anymore. But even if he wins, then it's especially not a cool shirt because do you really want to be the guy who's like fucking the president's biggest fan? <laughs> you want to be the guy outside the, the White House with a foam finger and a feel the burn cup koozie? Like, yeah, go, Mr. President! You're doing great! Great policies, great legislation, good work all around! That's the same guy who says the pledge of allegiance every morning even though he's not in school anymore. He just yeah, oh, are we going to all cuddle again? Is that is that really like a sympathetic character that yes. <laughs> he just stands in front of the flag every morning when he wakes up just like I pledge allegiance to the flag. We all know it. I don't have to do it. Clearly, yeah. That's what, that's what that is. He's got to be um I uh I worry about about the president, I worry about President Obama um, because it's got to be a tough job, and I know that I have I have issues. I have like anxiety and depression, and I just it makes me wonder if like the president does, and how hard that must be. Like, can you imagine if you like had severe depression, you were the president? I wonder if Michelle Obama ever walks into the Oval Office and he's just on the ground, just having a breakdown. He's just like, "Fuck, I hate everybody." Shit. <laughs> I want to be fucking assassinated. This sucks. Everybody hates me. There's whole TV shows about how much they hate me. It's bullshit. And Michelle's like petting his hair. She's like, no, baby, who hates you? Nobody hates you. He's like, Senate Majority Leader Mitch McConnell hates me. (laughs) And he's not wrong is the thing. So how do you combat that? How do you combat depression when the person's just not wrong? You know, Um, you don't, you don't. Bernie Sanders wants to give me free college, um, which is great, but I would want to op- take the option where I don't have to go to college. I want that I wanted that checkbox to be able to. If free college, is like, it's like if somebody was like giving everybody free jet skis, and you were like, oh, hey, super thoughtful. Um, I don't actually jet ski, but thank you. <laughs> and they were like, no, you will jet ski. You will jet ski for four years, maybe five, depending. You'll think about it constantly. You'll think about it always. And then I was just like, okay, I will jet ski. I will think about it constantly. I'll think about it always. Um, I I'll end at this. It's it's Passover's coming to an end, um, yeah. which is nice. Woo! Are we celebrating Passover? Or are we c- celebrating the end of it so we can finally nom down on some? Yeah, yeah get that bagel. Bread. Finally, yeah. I always there's so many there's so many little traditions of like like cakes that we make that's out of matzah, but it's still a fucking cake. But Anyway, but my favorite part of Passover is the four glasses of wine you have to have during a Seder. Um, I think that's a lot of fun. We, Us Jews, we have traditions like that because our version of God is the pledge master of a fraternity just up in heaven forcing us to drink. just like, chug it down, bitch, I'm frack God. He's like, cut off the tip of your dick. It's the rules. Everybody did it. That's what you got to do to get in. It's all, it's that simple. Kill your firstborn son. What? I, it, yeah, it's brutal, dude. I don't care. Fucking do it. No, I'm just playing. You don't have to do that. You don't have to do that. You're just going to do it. Did you see that, Zeus? He's going to do it. That's because that's what happens. God God tells him to kill his son, and then he's like, okay, and then God's like, don't do that. That's my thing. Um, I kill my son for your only begotten for your sins, my only begotten son. I don't know what it is, but he did it. Um, all right, this has been my time. Thank you very much. <laughs>
2: killer set from John Algebi's absolutely killing Jesus at the end of it love it thank you guys for being here for fantastic comedy clubhouse this happens every Friday from 8 to 10 uh, from 6 to 8 there's that open mic and then from 8 to 10 there's a lovely showcase with amazing books people like the people you saw tonight uh, you saw Kelly Cry. you saw John Alcabez, you saw Jesse Fernandez, you saw Allison Hooker, you saw Kent Tucker, uh, you saw other people who uh, aren't in the room right now, so I can't look at them in the face and say that they were here, so that's cool. Uh, thanks again in the back. Clap again for David Zunzu-Kircher, running the ones and twos, he's hiding, but when he laughs at a joke you know it's actually funny because he doesn't hold back he's for serious thank you guys for being here at Mutiny Radio tell your friends Uh, hang out we're here you guys can you can keep drinking inside if you want you can smoke pot and cigarettes outside no biggie Uh, but we'll be here for a while hang out thank you guys so much for being here Good night. yay
11: here on Mutiny Radio. Feel free to give me a call at any time tonight. The number to the station is 550-0511. Once again, this is Shaggy's Soul Shakedown Party on Mutiny Radio. Feel free to give me a call at 415-550-0511.
1: But whatever I play, it's got to be fun. funky. One, two, two three, three. Make, make it funky. funky.
11: Call it 415-550-0511, 415-550-0511. We'll talk about whatever you want to talk about. Of course we'll get to uh, some of my yapping, some poetry, some jokes, some Florida files, but right now we're just going to steer it up.